to another episode of Brewing Nonsense. I'm Jordan. I'm Nate. And we have a special guest. And I'm Dimitri. I'm aka Dom. <laughs> He's our uh, fantasy football league uh, commissioner, so it's nice to have him here. Yeah, thank you, Bravo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, made us, he made us cool shirts. Yeah, I love so it, man. If you guys follow us on Twitter, I'll probably post a picture of our shirt, of yeah. my shirt. So. That's the only way you could see what uh, we are wearing is if you follow us on Instagram. Yeah, and Twitter. Twitter. So yeah. Other than that, you lose out. Yeah, but uh, it's nice to have Dom here. Feels good to be here. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thank um, you, Dom. So today episode, I just want to do, uh, just want to talk about um, what's kind of happened recently. I mean, today, of course. Uh, there was a leak of the Spider-Man trailer. Awesome. It was an awesome trailer. No Way Home. <clears throat> Man, I can't wait. I know Dom said something about he watched it like six times. Yeah, definitely. It, it looks amazing, especially uh, my favorite villain, Doc Ock. He's... Yeah. Man, That's, it's always good to see that guy. Yeah, looks really good. Yeah, you know, when I when I first saw it and I saw the... Um, who who is in it you know so like it said these villains are in it so like I, what's his name shocker played by jamie fox um you have the green goblin and then you know the only one that really made an actual physical appearance was uh doc ock and so i was like what the heck shock and uh goblin so i had to watch it over and over and over and i realized the bomb is the green goblin yeah when I... and then all that thunder lightning you yeah, know? from Shocker. Yeah, I and, thought, oh, uh, man. So the, so what I noticed was Shocker has, like, actual yellow, like, lightning. Right, From, right. like, the comic. Mm, that's Because be awesome. in the newer, uh, the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, he was blue. Yeah. yeah. So in this one, he's, like, he's going to be, they said that he's going to look totally different. They said they want to portray him as, like, more his original state, like, his original comic version. Awesome. That's what I'm going to be looking forward to. And um, I hope... <laughs> It's William Defoe playing. Oh yeah, yeah. Because no, if, no if they, you know, the Tobey Maguire, mm. Goblin, like yeah. I can't. Yeah, you don't want to see he, James Franco. But to hear his laugh, it sounded like yeah, James Franco. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he's allowed in any universes anymore. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it'd be cool to see William Defoe, you know, portray the Green Goblin just because like he did. I mean. He did so well as the first Green Goblin. Exactly. I don't think anyone could beat him being that character. No, no, he's not so, at all. You know, he's got the... He has the, like, the, the voice, the, the look. facial features. Yeah, he don't even need the mask. I mean, the way his... Yeah. Like, he's already a villain-looking dude. <laughs> yeah. And Pretty awesome. To see uh, Doc Ock come back. It's going to be interesting, because oh, yeah, how they're going to... How they're going to shift this movie into, like, a multiverse. Right. And... What also was like in that this isn't gonna this movie isn't gonna show um, Spider-Man and Doctor Strange fixing anything either. Yeah, I think mm. this movie is gonna be about just Spider-Man facing these villains. Oh right, right. And <clears throat> because Doctor Strange has his own movie coming out next year called The Multiverse of Madness. So oh. I don't think I don't think nothing's gonna be fixed in this movie. When nothing gets resolved. Just total chaos. I think just chaos man maybe just fixing spider-man or peter parker's like problem and it, and it comes out christmas right mm -hmm. so i mean imagine the other the next few trailers yeah 
when they start showing, showing like Tobey Maguire. So I heard rumors that it's going to be a Sinister Six. Oh. So I heard the Sandman's going to be back. Sandman's going to be awesome. Sandman, I heard there's like, they kind of confirmed Sandman will be back. Um, I heard rumors that it might be Rhino. Damn. And... Because um, Rhino made an appearance in the James Garfield one, right? Yeah, for like two minutes. Yeah, I mean, real quick. It was like nothing nothing <laughs> out of it. But, uh, I mean, obviously, the worst kept secret is Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire coming back to play Spider-Man in this new movie. Because that's what everyone wants to see. Because they're bringing back all these, uh, like these old... Uh, you know, other universal type characters or villains to play in um, this newer Spider-Man. So it's like, you gotta bring back the Spider-Man like, that's already fought them. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's gonna be, be interesting. Awesome. It's gonna be sick. I can't yeah. wait. It, it kind of gives you chills yeah. just watching the first teaser trailer. Yeah. saw that um, it already passed, like, uh, trailer views more than Infinity War and Endgame. Oh, <laughs> Damn. Yeah, within like a couple hours. That is nuts. Yeah, that so is people nuts. are like already tripping about this movie. They've been waiting for it. And I think uh, what makes Spider-Man the hype is because this was Iron Man's prodigy. Like this was his. Oh yeah, like his prodigy. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's just this was his guy. So now people yeah. are looking into Spider-Man and yeah. how he and how especially Tom Holland. He, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously he plays really good Spider-Man. Does a good job. Yeah. So and just see where they can continue it which is pretty awesome to see them bring in these other villains into this multiverse yeah and see what they can do with it yeah so when i saw doc ox uh like those uh those, his like, tentacles his, yeah he's like extended arms <laughs> yeah come out i was like holy i got so excited because i was really hyped when i saw green goblin's bomb oh yeah and then his like laugh oh, yeah. i was like dude no fucking way <laughs> And then I got even more excited when they showed Doc Ock. I was like, "Holy <laughs> shit!" Like, because that was my favorite movie was Spider Man Two. That Tom one, McGuire. that one was pretty Ock. bad. That one was so good. They put a lot of detail and and directorial focus into that show. And it just showed like Tobey Maguire's like incident because that was the that was the time when like Spider Man was or Peter Parker was like coming up with like more world problems. And that's why I liked it about the Tobey Maguire because it not just focused on that movie didn't didn't just focus on Spider Man's problem, it focused on Peter Parker's problem, hmm. and because mm-hmm. he's he's trying to balance both lives, like he's trying to balance be the superhero, and also be Peter Parker, that's his poor college kid <laughs> in New York that has like you know girlfriend issues and like he's broke like he. You know, so it's cool to see like um, these characters come back and play in this movie. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Fucking hype. <laughs> yeah, know? definitely. It's like a re revive. You know, it's like a revival of all this. Yeah, it's coming out Christmas. It's coming up soon. God. And I think uh, this movie brings a lot of hype back. I mean, obviously, it was kind of sad to see the whole Infinity War End Game movie end with all the Marvel characters in in it. And, so I think with uh, the Spider-Man movie coming out and then, you know, extending it with Doctor Strange and then see where mm. that movie, when that movie comes out, see where they extend to that, yeah. you know, and then um, true. hopefully maybe we could see some new 
Marvel characters. Right. Yeah. And these right. next upcoming movies. Cool to see if uh, they put Miles Morales. Oh, yeah, that'd be, <laughs> that'd be, that'd be sick. Pretty, that'd be pretty awesome. Somewhere along <laughs> in that movie, you hope they sneak him in there. Yeah, because he's, like, he's a big favorite now. Yeah. Mm. Like, Miles Morales is a big Spider-Man character. Especially with all the the video games coming out. Yeah, the video out. games and the spider the multiverse uh, well not the multiverse matters the spider verse that yep. animation that yeah. he had into the verse yeah into that the spider verse that was such a good movie too it was huge and he's got he's, and they came out with those jays remember oh those jordan dope. came out with a spider the miles morales oh, shoe man they didn't even last yeah they were holy so hard shit they were hard to get yeah i understand adidas has a, a miles morales shoe that's sick. I don't know if it's like a Donovan Mitchell brand. Oh, okay. Um, or something, but they Adidas has something coming out. Or had something coming out. That, You know, when that stuff comes out, it doesn't last very long, so. Yeah, no. I can't wait. And, um, it, and, and it was surprised me, too, to see a lot of Doctor Strange in this trailer. Because when I first heard right. about this movie, I was, like, thinking Doctor Strange was going to be in this movie for, like, probably like 20 minutes you know just yeah i felt like peter parker was gonna be like i thought he was the cause more of the cause of like what's gonna happen or and um he kind of just like reaches out to dr strange and he just fixes everything but it looks like even dr strange doesn't know what he's how he's gonna fix it and right. it looks like he he was also on part of like the incident like he also caused the whole madness yeah it's pretty know? crazy so yeah. when he cat when it showed him casting the spell and it like and peter park was there like you know fucking up too <laughs> and he wasn't even supposed to do the spell in the first place no and, and his friend told him don't like, do don't it don't do it because you're gonna ruin shit and he bounced he was like don't do it and he left <laughs> like, okay. he his bags his back bags were over. he's like yeah. don't do it he's like <laughs> That's cool. It made me re- it made me think because he's gonna be in Shang Chi. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. So maybe that's where he's headed. Yeah, in Shang- that movie, I can't wait because oh, he's supposed yeah. to fight Abomination. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's gonna be that's uh, gonna be pretty cool. Yeah. That's gonna be badass. I can't wait to see that fucking movie. Man. It kind of has like Jackie Chan vibes. Yeah. Like, uh huh. Has that vibe to it, like. Gonna be a sick crying movie. That's gonna be badass, especially in the Marvel universe. I yeah, mean, wow. the effects and all that. It's gonna be sick. Oh, I can't wait. There's so much gonna go on with all this, and yeah. you know. And uh, I even saw a little <clears throat> teaser poster of Deadpool three, mm. and it said "New Home." <laughs> <laughs> New <So>. Home. <laughs> kind of the mess with the Spider-Man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because Spider-Man, what is his movies like? Far from Home, mm-hmm. No Way Home, and and uh, I, I think know. it's Away from Home. Away from Home. Yeah, or something so, like that. yeah. so it's like always like <laughs> home. So new home. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. It's gonna be pretty nuts. And then you know, I guess in a sense it is kind of a new home. I I understand Disney's supposed to. They bought the Deadpool. So wow, character yeah. and so, yeah. So he uh, Disney owns all the rights to all that. So that's crazy. And that's which is gonna be crazy how they how are they gonna do that because Deadpool's a whole different other character. I mean yeah. that guy is something else. Yeah. So yeah, and yeah. it's not compared to really compared to no other Marvel movies. So no, and it'd be cool to see him like 
because he's already messed with like X Men a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be cool to see him kind of like mess with Spider Man because <laughs> he's also like familiar with that Spider Man hmm. verse. Mm-hmm. So they're like they're also kind of like that. They like to fuck around with each other, you know, like they. Because he's Spider Man, so he's a good kid. He's a good guy, and it's you know Deadpool. He's like this, I don't give a shit type of person. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he just does his own thing. So, it'd be you no. Know, I'm I'm excited to see what Marvel does for this next phase. You yeah, know, you got the Eternals out. coming out soon, and that's gonna be a dope ass movie. But Spider Man, I can't wait. See oh, that trailer was man. just super sick. Yeah, you almost can't wait for the next trailer. Yeah. I'll probably have like maybe two more big trailers and then bam the movie. Yeah. So it's gonna be. It'll be quick because I mean it's right around the corner now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I can't wait. But uh, yeah. I mean, what was your guys' favorite part of the trailer? I think my favorite part um, has to be um, Doc Ock. Just, Doc Ock. Yeah, just because I mean he's been my favorite. He's been my favorite Spider-Man villain because I mean the dude has eight. Arms, so. Yeah, <laughs> and he's also like a scientist, so he's really yeah, smart. He's really yeah. smart, so he knows. And the whole... dude that plays Doc Ock does an excellent job. Oh, I yeah. Know. What's his name? I, now I gotta Google his name. <laughs> but even uh, Tobey Maguire, when he in that movie in Spider-Man Three, um, he or is it Spider-Man? I don't know. But even uh, he gave Tobey Maguire a hard time because I mean the guy is very smart on what he does. So mm-hmm. that's what. I mean, even all the cartoon movies, cartoon shows, I mean, Dr. Octopus, I mean, he always gives Spider-Man a hard time. Oh, yeah. His yeah. name is, uh, the guy, the actor that plays him is Alfred Molina. Alfred Molina, yeah. <clears throat> he plays him so well. You yeah, know, he and, and... He plays for, it perfect, in which... Yeah. Probably for me, too, seeing the him in that trailer was probably my favorite part, with, because it brings back a little bit of nostalgia to... Yeah, to Toby the Maguire. Tobey Maguire films, you he, know? like... He was handling Tobey Maguire. <laughs> yeah. In a, remember when they had that scene on the top of that tower? Hmm. And they were falling and they were just like fucking fighting each other. <laughs> yeah. And they were throwing shit at each mm-hmm. other. And I'm like, oh my God, it's so sick. And, and you throw a woman in there. So, you know. Yeah. You he, throw a woman in any situation like that, it's too much distraction. Toby was focused on, you know, what's her name? Mary Jane. Yeah. So he's so focused on her, he was getting whooped. You know, it's like, okay, well. And I'm pretty sure. Uh, is it really worth it? Doc Ock should have just kept. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure <laughs> Alfred Molina, he probably enjoys it too, playing Doc Ock. Because, I mean, yeah. for him to come back um, from so long oh, of, a, yeah. of a time frame to come back and play Doc Ock. I mean, oh, yeah. I'm exactly. pretty sure it was, it was nice um, for him to come back into the Marvel. Spider-Man verse to oh he probably couldn't wait for this movie to start yeah now it's done and just waiting for the release yeah it was cool to see um so when they when they were kind of hinting what was going to be in this movie or like how the movie was going to be like probably like last year a few months ago Alfred Molina actually hinted that he was going to be Doc Ock so people were freaking out because he because he, he went on like social media and he was like I'm excited to play my role and then they were like, what the hell? Like, he's going to be Doc Ock? And, he, and I guess, like, Marvel, like, reached out to him and said, like, hey, you're not supposed to, like, spoil stuff. And then he was like, 
I'm 68 years old. Like, he only, <laughs> like, like, he's like, I don't need to, like, he's like, you could tell these younger guys, like, what to do, but I'm a six-year-old man. Like, I don't need to be told, like, what yeah. to do and not to do. Yeah. And, Hell yeah. And and I, I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure as I see it, too, is like, we're going to find a better doc dog, you know? Yeah, you, exactly. Yeah, well, yeah, once, once, I could see if Alfred uh, Molina, if he didn't, kill that role he yeah. did an excellent job if yeah. he if he didn't do good yeah they, they probably could find somebody you know? like uh who's that guy that played uh venom oh. the third one the one that's from that 70s show right he, he yeah did. what's his name topher grace <laughs> yeah god <laughs> he was like the most sensitive motherfucker to be in venom i was like yeah. i did venom not eat this guy <laughs> I was like, there's no way this guy's Venom. Yeah, okay. I, I don't think Venom wanted to stay in Topher's yeah, body. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, he's like, nah. Yeah, which is so crazy. Like, I, yeah, as Not you say, he milk. was like a, he was like a girl. And then as you see in the new actual Venom movie, I mean, Venom's a badass. Yeah. And he eats everything. But what, yeah. what happened? And he eats villains. Like, he eats <laughs> bad guys. Yeah. And uh, to see him. That's another freaking movie I can't wait for is fucking Carnage or that yeah. Venom vs. Carnage oh, movie. Man. That's gonna be sick. That's gonna be ruthless. With Woody uh, Harrelson. Oh, Woody Harrelson. Yeah. He plays such. He's such a good actor. Yeah. Oh, Woody could do anything. He could, man. That he could portray a creepy fucking dude. Yeah. Because the, in the comic book, Carnage takes over. I forgot his like the, the the guy that's in the, like the character, mm-hmm. but he's like a serial killer. That's oh, what okay. He is. okay. So Carnage takes over a serial killer's body. Damn. And that's what he is. Dang. So it's like some evil shit. Yeah, and here I understand uh, Woody Harrelson's dad in real life was, was uh, I don't know if he was a serial killer, but he had a lot of trouble with the law. Issues. Wow. Didn't they hint Carnage in the old Tobey, in the last Tobey Maguire and Spider-Man in Spider-Man 3, I think it was? Because... Doesn't the Venom get a, a mix with the uh, Spider-Man suit at the very end? Yeah, con- oh, yeah I, I think, think so. so. Oh, yeah, that's right. I think so. And during that bell tower up top, mm-hmm. and I think that's where it was, and then... Um, the bells were ringing and Venom was going wild. Yeah, and, and then that. I... Yeah. And I swear... So, I mean, it's kind of cool just to see them from... I mean actually bring in Carnage because Carnage is badass and yeah. I mean this dude I mean from Venom to Carnage Carnage is like willing to kill anything yeah. and anything that gets in its way yeah. that fight's gonna be epic it's gonna be a sick movie Venom and Carnage I can't remember that third one the Tobey Maguire one didn't really care for it I mean, <laughs> that's why I can't really remember it the Sandman was the best part of that the Sandman movie. was really good he yeah. was sick just because I mean what was really good about that movie that one is because they played his story. Yeah, like his background <laughs> yeah. and stuff. And it was cool to see like him, like uh, you know, kind of just rob banks because he was like this, you know, breaking out of jail type guy. But he's doing it for his daughter. Yeah, doing it for a reason. So like, you know, Spider Man even had like that, you know, like kind of like limit to him where you know I get why you're doing it. Because, you know, you're doing it for a good reason, not doing it to, like, be rich or, you yeah. know, you know, like, a lot of reasons why villains do things, but right. he was doing it for a cause. And, uh, but, yeah, 
I just can't wait. I hope Sandman comes in. I hope they bring in Rhino, make him more of a, you know, badass character. Oh yeah. Shocker's gonna be sick. You know, oh, Jamie yeah. Foxx plays a good. He played that Shocker character pretty cool. Hopefully, they all reprise their roles, especially the guy who played Sandman. Yeah. He's always been a, a hilarious. Yeah, he's been. He's a funny guy. Yeah, he is. Yeah. The way he he talks, his attitude, he's straightforward, <laughs> ignorant but funny. Yeah. <laughs> It's going to yeah. be awesome. Can't wait. Um, so, there were some other things we're going to discuss today. Yeah. Um, so, we're all so we're all in the same fantasy league. Uh, commissioner's here. So, it's kind of a special <laughs> special episode. Um, I'm going to give my top 10 QBs that are going to, I think, that are going to finish in the 10th, 1 through 10 spot. Uh, for this coming season, and you guys either just giving your opinion on what you what you think about it. You know, tell me I'm right, tell me I'm wrong. You know, you know, just giving your opinion on what you think. But before we get on to that, I have a couple jokes, and uh, <coughs> we can talk about these beers that you guys got for us today. So, yes, yes. Uh, tell me about these beers. So today <coughs> we are drinking uh, Modelo Cerveza. But it's a Reserva, so it's uh, it's aged in tequila barrels, wood-aged tequila barrels. So, um, you know, at first thought, I was thinking, man, that's got to be strong. But you know, it's a it's a real refreshing, smooth. Yeah, it doesn't really beer. taste like any other Modelo. No, I mean it's real different. You could tell the hint, the the wood flavor, the and all that. That just a great aftertaste. The aftertaste it. has like that tequila. Yeah, it has like a little that tequila, tequila taste. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's like real smooth. So, oh, yeah. I mean, you don't really mind it. doesn't mean like you're not like... Ugh, yeah, like you're, not, you're not regretting like every drink you take. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like tequila, I can't take... I can't drink tequila Ooh, at all. And, and you know, you want to drink this in the bottle, I think. Yeah. The bottle gives it a special... Um, yeah, flavor. You know, a special flavor. It keeps it colder, it seems like. It's... And it's a real it's a cool beautiful label. Yeah. The the color to it and all that. It has like a cream blue. Yeah. It's real inviting. Cool. Like it's telling you, don't be scared, just drink me. <laughs> yeah. You know? uh, and, and by the way, we're not sponsored by Modelo, but I mean, if they want to sponsor us, that'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. So shout out to Modelo. Shout out to Modelo. Send us some Reserva. <laughs> yeah. You know, I really like, I also like uh, another favorite Modelo of mine is the Modelo Negra. Um, yeah, it's a black good. beer. It's very good. Smooth. Surprisingly, I haven't tried that one yet. That yeah. one's good. I enjoy that one. Um, yeah, so you guys ready for to hear some uh, jokes? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me uh, let me get my my <laughs> laugh box ready. <laughs> okay. Well, let me get. Let me just dive in real quick. Let me see this. All right. Now, these are going to be football jokes. Okay. So anyone that's listening, if this is the team that you like, uh, no apologies. Just deal with it. Sorry, Bronco fun. fans. Sorry, Bronco fans. Sorry, Cowboy sorry, fans. Sorry, <laughs> Cowboy fans. The commissioner is a Bronco fan, by the way, if everyone's listening. Go Broncos. <laughs> He kind of whispered that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he 
kind of, yeah, he's like, ah, now I'm a Bronco fan for life yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. Never going back. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, also, he made his shirts. I don't know if we made, made that discussion. Oh, yeah, he made us some real nice design shirts. Uh, Pretty sick of comfortable. Yeah, for the upcoming season. You know, it says, boys boys be buzzing at top. You know, yeah. my grandson, his son, the, the commissioner's son, says that, boys be buzzing. Yeah. You know, has our fantasy football league and uh, the logo of our, of our favorite team on top shoulder area. Really nice comfortable shirt i mean you could probably drink all day in this yeah. and uh mm-hmm. you could sweat spill beer just take the water hose outside and just wash it <laughs> off and yeah drink you know. responsibly folks <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah definitely yeah. <laughs> all right um okay so uh what do you what do cowboys fans do after they win the super bowl <laughs> mm-hmm. i don't know <clears throat> What was it? Last time they won was 2000. No? I don't even think that. No, you know, I want to say something like they go to Lagoon. (laughs) I don't know. So, uh, they turn off the Xbox. Uh, (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) I like that one. What's the difference between the Atlanta Falcons and a dollar bill? I give up. This one, this, it's like I obviously but like funny. So. I don't know. You can still get four quarters out of a dollar. <laughs> Brown. I'm not even a Fox fan, but that one, that one kind of hurt. Um, why are Dallas Cowboys fans so rich? Ooh. Not rich, rich, but just rich. I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not too sure. Because they never have to pay for Super Bowl tickets. <laughs> Damn. Oh, God, that's cold. Okay, uh, how many Atlanta Falcons does it take to change a tire? None. <laughs> One. Unless it's a blowout, in which case they all show up. <laughs> Those are the jokes of the day. Yeah, they're pretty good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and poor, poor uh, the commissioner over here. And I know he was dreading a Bronco joke. You know. Yeah. You know you can't you can't really hate on the Broncos. I didn't want you know he's a special guest today, so I didn't want to. Yeah. You know. Say, put, put anything out there. Put, uh, <laughs> yeah. He's our commissioner on our fantasy league, and yeah, you know we welcome him to this show, and uh, yeah, you know hopefully he brings some insightful uh, um, words of wisdom to this <laughs> upcoming league. And uh, <laughs> I like to hear him dis- uh, discuss his gibberish. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Taco, today. if you're listening, don't use those jokes Jay just used at the yeah. fantasy party. Yeah, don't. I, I better not. Find out that you rewind this to go to those jokes so you can write them down. <laughs> also, shout out Taco because we were uh, we were playing ball and he was like, "Hey, what's the next episode? What's the next episode?" So 
Awesome. Thanks, Taco. We got that one listener that <laughs> stays tuned. Stays true. Uh, you know, we might get you a shirt or something, you know? <laughs> yeah. Get you a, like a little tumbler or something. <laughs> yeah. Picture. Yeah, something, something real nice. I'll get this empty Medela Reserva bottle. Yeah. And I'll, I'll fill it with yeah. like marbles and something. <laughs> yeah, something real nice. yeah. If you want a picture, you might get one. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, our fantasy starts pretty soon yes yeah, that's september 4th gonna be well our draft starts september 4th first and then the week after on thursday i think it's september 12th um you have the first nfl game the bucks and the cowboys mm. i mean i'm looking forward to this upcoming season for the fantasy i mean I mean, a lot of last season really surprised us. I think what was the biggest surprise out of all of us, I think it would have to be Torta, to yeah. be honest. Torta. Um, he, oh, yeah. he really surprised a lot of us. I mean, we, I mean, we always get competitive, um, especially with who, with our champ, our upcoming champ. I mean, he plays hard. I mean, he always gets... He's always been coming in second and second. Now he finally achieved his goal and won the belt, so which is pretty cool. Let's see if he can hold it. Yeah. But I mean, we we do got a lot of a lot of a lot of guys who are hungry for that belt. Yeah. So I mean, especially <laughs> with uh, um, Torta, especially. Oh yeah, he's always hungry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, Torta. I mean, he like I can hear his stomach growl right now. <laughs> Yeah, of how hungry he is. And then we got, I mean, and what, and it's crazy because um, we built, we've seen like a lot of rivals. I mean, Jay and you, I mean, Nate Dog, you guys are rivals. You guys are always going at it. You're Surprisingly, every time you guys play each other, it's always really close. I know. And then it's way close. You have me and Jose. Yeah. And always, um, and I think Sean. Sean is pretty much a everyone's rival. Sean, <laughs> Sean uh, you know, Sean is is almost everyone's rival. I mean, you yeah. you kind of don't want to lose to Sean. Yeah. yeah. But he he has he always has a good pick. He always team. has a good team. And uh, you're you're in for a fight, man. You're in for a fight. Yeah, and then uh, and then I I gotta say our second biggest surprise from last season was probably. Stupid sexy Colin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stupid uh, sexy Colin in the yeah. house. Yeah. He, uh, He's always getting slightly better every time. Yeah, he, <laughs> and it's crazy because he did fairly good last season, and it, and it's kind of um, it scares me to see what he's gonna bring for this upcoming season. Exactly. And then, um, and then we have two other guys. Uh, so we have Quinn and we have Troy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Quinn. On the other hand, he does really good, but I think what gets him is drafting all these QB. Yeah. I mean, Cowboys players. Yeah, yeah he, he gets so invested into his own team. Yeah, and you and know, you, you want to, you you do want to, but it's, same time, it's like it's not fantasy. You yeah, know, like yeah. fantasy football does that to you, where you can't just pick. All your players, yeah, unless and then, you're in the uh, or something. Mm-hmm. And then Troy, I think Troy's biggest struggle is I think he um, scouts injured players, and then he 
he drafts them, and then it just ruins his season. Yeah. Um, but I mean, this is his second season, or no, third season, I think. Well, upcoming upcoming third season, but from last year, his second season, where he had um, just a bunch of injured guys. Yeah. So. Yeah. But I mean. Um, yet again, I know everyone's still scouting out players, looking at the preseason. Preseason is looking pretty good. I mean, you see guys. Mm-hmm. Um, preseason is looking pretty good. Yeah. So now it's just uh, see where when September fourth, where everyone's gonna land. So like uh, with our upcoming fantasy draft party, it's always a big hoorah. Yeah. Uh, what What do you have planned for that day? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I pretty much have planned a good time for everyone. The huge. <laughs> the huge. <laughs> the yeah. Uh, the huge, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. <laughs> Face down in the grass. Yeah. <laughs> asleep. Oh, man. You guys are doing crazy stuff last season. I wasn't even a part of it. I think Dom had like, he was doing like, he did like 20 keg stands. <laughs> I don't know what he did. I was like, every time I look at him, he was upside down. Okay. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, which I really enjoy because everyone really deserves it before they get really competitive. Um, it's kind of just like a whole fun. I mean, when it gets down to the draft, it's serious, you know. But yeah. and then after that, I mean, it's just a celebration for everyone to. I mean, we made it to our fourth season. This will be our fourth season. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of just like a, you know, like a relief for everyone. Just celebrate, get along before we become enemies and fight for what we need it is because during the regular season during the season season there's not really that much there's not really that much talking i mean we 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 gather um watch the games but you know there's really not much uh kickstands during yeah regular season you know and Uh, my 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 thing too is what's gonna be interesting for this fantasy season and i'm pretty sure it's gonna be crazy for all fantasy players um, around the world is that this expanding extra game. Yeah. Right. So now there's 17 games, but I mean, you obviously have to buy a week and then you have 16 games. So, yeah. so, which so that is, could change a lot. It, it could change a lot. It could mm-hmm. change a lot. And then I think the end of the regular season is January 9th or something yeah. like that. So, I mean, and by January, I mean, that's when playoffs start. So, I mean, yeah. It's going to be crazy to see how teams um, play and how they will use their players. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, especially their star players. Because, I mean, yet yeah. again, you don't want to risk any injuries for the playoffs. You don't want to risk any any injuries at all. So, yeah. with these extra games, we'll see how these coaches play their team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very true. Hopefully smart. Yeah. <laughs> no, I look forward to it. And uh yeah, if any of the fantasy guys are listening to the episode, um, just know that uh, I'm coming out for y'all again. So, <laughs> so Jose Cuervo, shine that belt. <laughs> so, if you're listening. Yeah. All right, well, uh, you guys ready for the next topic? Yes. Cool. So, um, again, I'm just going to go over my top two, I mean, my top ten quarterbacks for fantasy this year. Um you hear a lot more in the background sorry some guys <laughs> mowing his lawn out there but uh yeah just give me you guys' opinion um i'm gonna start from one work my way down to 10 
Um, let me know if you guys agree, disagree. Um, if you think the player where he is at, or I where I place him, if you think he should be higher or lower, uh, let me know and you know explain why stuff like that. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So for number one for me, it's going to be Kyler Murray. Um, I don't. I don't. I'm gonna say no to that one. And the reason why I'm gonna say no is because he still has a lot, a lot to prove. Um, I mean, he played serious teams, and he he came through, and he hasn't. Especially like a guy like compared to like Patrick Mahomes. This dude came from a backup quarterback from his, um, I think he started his third season. Um, but, I mean, he made it straight into the playoffs mm-hmm. with the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, Kyle Murray still has a lot. I mean, he this his team he has now is going to be, it's going to be a madhouse. I mean, I mean, you have J.J. Watt coming in, Arizona. Oh, right. You still have DeAndre. You still have uh, um, Larry Fitzgerald. I mean, and oh, and they picked up uh, James Conner so from Steelers. So he has a lot of talent coming in, but now it's just gonna see where if he can pull through with this Arizona team, right? Because that was that was DeAndre Hopkins' um, his biggest thing was when he was with Houston is that he had Deshaun Watson coming in. Um, and everyone thought, oh, you know, they're going to step up and play good, you know, and everyone was, like, looking forward to it, and you had Aaron Foster, and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, was Hopkins still there? Hopkins left to... I mean, yeah, he, Hopkins was in Arizona, um, but that was his thing when Hopkins played in Texans, um, was that they never pulled through. Yeah. So, and that's where Kyle Murray is... He's. I say he's definitely a top ten, but I don't place him as number one, and yeah. that's just my reason. Mm-hmm. So. I agree. I think he's too, too, too new. Mm-hmm. Um, he did. He did fantastic last season. Um, <clears throat> and I think uh, second season with uh, DeAndre Hopkins is going to be a big turnout. I think um, a little more time to settle in with him in a second. Mm-hmm season with Hopkins I think uh, I think he's going to show out um, you know I, I would put I would put Kyler Murray the top probably the top four top four QBs just because of what he can do he's got a good arm he can run he's really fast on his feet so I, I mean I say on my list I'd probably play some eight in my top ten so now the only reason why I put him one because in fantasy last year he finished almost one right mm-hmm. um he he almost he got almost the same numbers as Lamar Jackson so he he was basically Lamar Jackson last year but better he had more rushing touchdowns he had, he's thrown I think he threw more of the same touchdowns as Lamar Jackson, but he's thrown more passing yardage than him. He's almost doubled what Lamar Jackson threw last year. 
His offensive got better. Um, I just think this year, I think he'll do a lot better by just having more rushing yards. I, I think he might finish one, depending on what it is. I just think why I also take in consideration why he's going to be one. I'm saying in my my reason is I think a lot of people will skip him. Mm-hmm. So let's say, um, you know, draft comes. People are going to want to get, like, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson. Oh, yeah. But that means, like, I have a better chance of getting Kyler Murray, but I'm getting more mm-hmm. out of my pick. Yeah. Because I'm not going to waste my first or my first round pick on mm-hmm. getting Kyler Murray. No, and so you should never reason, waste your first pick on a QB. Yeah, so it's like, you know, um, I'm getting a better chance of of not getting a first round quarterback mm-hmm. and waiting it out and possibly getting a Kyler Murray that's going to drop. He he had more he had more fantasy points than Patrick Mahomes last year. Oh yeah, yeah. He so he, he does it all. I'm not, you know, and that's it's hard to say in football because anything can happen. You know, Dom had Josh Allen last year and he went off. Like, mm-hmm. dude was number one quarterback. And um, speaking of Josh Allen, I have him as number two on my list. Um, he's either I wanted him to be three, mm-hmm. but I think he might be a little better than Patrick Mahomes this year. Yeah, um, I just think he. I just think he. I just see him doing a little better. Fantasy world, I, I would. I would definitely put him at two. Uh, he he he's a he's a young, determined kid. Man. Yeah. This Josh I Allen. Put, I almost had him. I wanted Patrick Mahomes number two because Patrick Mahomes in my he is the best quarterback in the league. Yeah, but he, I just think in fantasy, I think I might get more out of Josh Allen than Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, this, this coming year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, yeah, you never know with uh, you know, he. You know, Patrick Mahomes is. He's he's very good. Yeah. I mean, on paper, way better than Tom Brady. Yeah. And you'd want to pick him. Um, but uh, you know, it, it's can be interesting. Yeah. You know. I mean, fantasy wise, I probably put Josh Allen three. Um, but in NFL wise, I probably place him in six in my list. Mm. Um. The only reason why is that because um, he same thing with him too is that I mean he did really good, um, but his biggest thing is um, stepping up um, in the well in the playoffs. He he like wasn't there. I mean yeah it was his first season in the playoffs, but I, I mean the first time in the playoffs, but I mean look at. Packing Mahomes when he led his Chiefs to the first time in the playoffs, he led them to the I think it was the Western Conference Finals, and then he got eliminated. And the next season, he wins the Super Bowl. Um, Buffalo, they weren't the team as I expect, and so he he put up a lot of good fantasy points this last season, um, but this upcoming year, he has a lot to prove. I mean. You have Michael Beasley who's refusing to do um, vaccination, so we'll see where they where that goes. And mm-hmm. Michael Beasley um, always came up big for Josh Allen. Uh, Stephon Diggs. Um, now with that is, I mean, 
it only takes a, a couple a couple games to get down his game. And Stephon Diggs is a guy. I mean, he's a dog. He's gonna get he's gonna get open no matter what. So I mean, unless you triple team him, mm-hmm. you know, he's not gonna get open. But I mean, if you double team him, you know, one on one, that guy's gonna get open no matter what. So, but now these other teams, I mean, coaches see an off season where. I mean, now they kind of get it. So now it's just Josh Allen needs really need to prove that he's that QB. I mean, now Buffalo has that backup, Mitchell Trubisky. I mean, Mitchell Trubisky is still good. He's still a good QB. So, I mean, now it's going to put pressure on Josh Allen. If, if he can continue the way he played last year, then um, he's going to move he's going to move up but i mean if if by this upcoming i'll say like i give it like four or five games mm-hmm. and if he's struggling then i mean yeah he's he's going to have some problems yeah before uh before playoffs started he ended his uh his his season with 37 touchdowns passing touchdowns and eight rushing touchdowns damn before playoffs jeez so he did. He did really well last season by scoring. Um, well, he's a tough young kid. So man. it's got it's, a hell of an arm. I mean, he was tough to put too. Yeah, he's a, I big, just, he's a big just, guy. It's just like uh, that's just my prediction on like where I think he'll be. Um, I still think he's going to at least be top five. Um, so from there, number three will be uh, Patrick Mahomes. Now, number three is good. I wanted to... I almost put him two, but I didn't. But I put... Um, Patrick Mahomes number one on my list. And the only reason with that is because... Um, he came from a backup QB... Um, to a starting QB with... I mean, Alex Smith leaving. Because, I mean... What the first time, uh, first time Patrick Mahomes started, I mean, it was against the Broncos. And, I mean, dudes came in out of the blue and threw, like, four four touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And then the next season, he led his team to the playoffs. And then the next season, he won the Super Bowl. Yeah. And so, and then this again, next season, he went to the Super Bowl game against Bucks. So, I, I see him... I place him as my number one because this guy he changed the game. No look passes. He's throwing off, off balance throws. I mean, this guy is changing the game, um, and these other these other quarterbacks are seeing it. I mean, look at Lamar Jackson. He's changing his style, and other quarterbacks are taking advantage. So that's why. Um, but I think it's more um, Patrick Mahomes is doing a whole. Um, he's. I mean, he's changing the game a lot for this NFL yeah. era. So, and but I, I place Patrick Mahomes my number one in my top ten. Yeah, it's hard to say. Uh, it's hard for me to say like he's gonna be third because he's always gonna be like, he's always been that consistent quarterback that's ended first or second. Yeah. So it's like, you know, in this case, like he's like he's predicted to be number one. Yeah, and especially when he has a number one tight end, yeah, Travis Kelsey. So, so it's he—he's tough. He's a tough player to predict where you want to get him, but 
in fantasy, it's very unlikely for me to get him just because, you know, I just feel, you know, obviously a lot of people are going to either, a lot of people are going to want to spend um, their first round or second round pick on oh, yeah. Patrick Mahomes. It's, it's definitely a five for him, and but at the same time, I mean, people just see as Patrick Mahomes um, just playing the game. Yeah. And see what he does, but but um, as you see in the fantasy stats, he's really not um, doing a whole. I mean, he pu- he puts up points puts to where to where you need him to, but I mean, he's not putting up numbers like as you see like Russell Wilson, um, Lamar Jackson, Kyle Murray, yeah, um, and Josh Allen. So before he ended, before he went into the playoffs, he ended his season with thirty-eight passing touchdowns. And um, two rushing touchdowns. But, I mean, that just goes to show you that he's willing to throw the ball first. Yeah. yeah. Then rush it in for an easy touchdown. And that's, that just shows you that he has trusted his players. Um, he's willing to go off the coach, you know, go off the offensive coordinator. It shows you that he's just he's willing to do what the team is willing to do to win the game. I mean, he has a full staff there that's, like, I mean, they're elite. I mean, there's a reason why they're consistently, like, in the Super Bowl. And, uh, yeah, he's just a consistent quarterback. So it's hard to say. Like, I want to put him – I put him three because I think, for me, it's harder for me to get him at at my value. So, like, you know, where I'm going to go in the fantasy draft, some guy's going to want to waste – first round, second round, or third round on Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, you never know. And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I can possibly win and get, like, a Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, so that's why I put Kyler Murray, Josh Allen, and Patrick, not just because of, like, their, not only just because of their uh, their talent, but also where their value, for me, what their value could be on fantasy, like yeah. the draft. So who I can win with, who I can get lucky with, and who I can possibly get on my team. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, because if, uh, I mean, if you have a consistent quarterback, but your running back is tight, your wide receiver, um, yeah. tight end, you know, if he if he can grab you double-digit points every every week, you know, you're, you're, you're safe. Yeah. And um, so number four, I have Lamar Jackson. Oof. Um, reason that's is, a good one is I know he had a little rough season last year. I know he's the the team they have there is not you know not like an offensively like great team, mm-hmm. but I think they're average for what they are. Yeah, I still think Lamar Jackson can be that pass thrower if he can limit his rushing. But be the smart player that does make rushing for like defensive players. I mean, defensive teams that have to face him, like very hard. Then, you know, make them work for their money. Then I can see Lamar Jackson being like great, great, um, a great player to get. Um, maybe even uh, worth like trade value. You know, mm-hmm. you know, if you got him, like let's say, someone skips on him. And you pick him on your like third, fourth round, fifth round, 
you can probably flip that and get like an elite running back or elite tight end or something like that. Yeah. So that's why I have one. Um, I place Lamar Jackson on my list. Seven on my top ten. Um, seven? On, the only reason why is because, I mean, this guy can throw. This guy can really throw. I mean, as he's seen, like, as, I mean, you see him as a young, like, in the next generation is Michael Vick. Um, Michael Vick would also throw. But, I mean, what's hurting him is um, running, thinking running. These play option, these play action passes, um, plays, play option, um, they they're killing this Baltimore offense because, I mean, it's not hard to pick up on it. Especially you have you have teams who have um, crazy defense. I mean, you have like the Indianapolis Colts, you have um, the Bucks, the Broncos, the Bears, you have the Saints. I mean, you have these crazy defense guys who are coming in. I mean, and they're just going to eat you up if you just keep playing the same plays over and over again. So, yeah. and Lamar Jackson could, he can, uh, he can do it, and he just needs the coaching of it. Yeah. But I think, I don't think it's not going to change for a while um, because um, Jim Harbaugh has it um, to where he thinks that they can win a Super Bowl from it. And I mean, and I and I see it too. But I mean, it's just hard because these these defenses are just getting scarier and scarier. So yeah, and, and also uh, last year they didn't have enough time to train really too. Yeah. Defensive teams. So yeah. I mean, it's just now where to see where they put them. I mean, as if he can stay in the pocket long enough, think pass first. He can do it, but I mean, yeah. the guy will only stay in the pocket for like three, four seconds, and then he's yeah. running. Yeah, that's his issue. Is he only stays in the pocket for like a certain amount of seconds, and he thinks that he needs to run the ball. That's his issue. Um, I just, I, I just have a little high hopes for him. I want him to do better, and I want to see him be better. So, uh, thinking for fantasy, I want to put him at four. Um, just thinking that he's going to have like a bit, a little bit of a comeback year than what he had last year. Just hoping that he does a lot better than what he was supposed to do. Right, right. Yeah, and, uh, you know, you know, Baltimore's going to be a tough, tough team. They're already predicting them to do to do a lot this coming season. A lot is riding on Lamar Jackson. I think, I think, you know, he's always the guy that's, that's ready to improve. So I think this coming season he's gonna come in stronger. Yeah. And uh, number five, I have Tom Brady. Ooh, <laughs> the legend, the goat. The goat. Number five. That's, yeah, that's pretty good. Before playoffs, he land, he ended with forty touchdowns, passing touchdowns, and three rushing touchdowns. Jeez. So. Here's my thing with Tom Brady. I put Tom Brady number two on my top ten. And the reason why is that because it's more than just the stats. It's more of what he can do. I mean, yeah. he's been giving up pay cut to pay cut to pay cut to keep the guys he wants. And he wins Super Bowls from it. 
I mean, you have a guy, um, let's say you put in like Lamar Jackson with, um, or with Julian Edelman. I mean, are you going to use those guys? I mean, you get these nobodies and he wins Super Bowls off them. Yeah. And what's crazy about that Bucks um, team is that their defense is really good. But what's crazier is that they have veteran guys um, like Gronk, Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, and um, and Leonard Fournette. I mean, Leonard Fournette's only been in, in the NFL like six, seven seasons now. Yeah. But, I mean, um, and when then especially you have Tom Brady. So, I'm, Tom Brady, it just comes more of a strategy for him. Yeah. And I, so to me, I don't look at his stats. I see what he's accomplished and what he has done. Yeah. But as accomplished a, a lot. as a fantasy uh, QB, you don't want him. As a fantasy QB, because he you want to pick you. him like, I mean, you want him as at least as a backup. <laughs> yeah, for fantasy, I put him at five. I mean, out of like, yeah, in all, like in all greatness, like, yeah, he's going to be like number one. But it, in fantasy... I want to pick him up for maybe possibly trade value. Yeah. Or he could be... So, like, for us, for instance, we have, what, a two-quarterback league. So, like, for like we could we could get two quarterbacks. Yeah, so, so one started, like one one started one's on the bench. So, it's like, it's nice to get two quarterbacks. For me, like, I want to pick up... If I can land Kyle Murray, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if Tom Brady's... If Kyle Murray, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, you know Aaron Rodgers, all these guys are getting picked up because of what they did last year. You know, people are thinking like, "Oh, Tom Brady's just gonna have," you know, he can't always be great, and he's like forty years old. I just think he's just you know he's the go. He's a consistent quarterback. Either I can get trade value or I can still get points from yeah. from this guy. Yeah, because like, the yeah. only real guy on his offense will. Score get you good fantasy points is Gronk. Yeah. So, I mean, his, he has all kinds of weapons out there. No, man. Bucks, man. Like, he could throw it to anybody. So, it just makes it more, it just, it just makes it more, like, easier to, like, get him because mm-hmm. of all the talent he has. Yeah. That yeah. team is so good. Like, they still have yeah, all the and players. That's, and that's what's yep. really hard about Tom Brady is he that, share that he shares the ball with everyone. Yeah. So, it's each, hard. each one of those players will have a really, a, a good, decent game. Yeah, and then for some reason, like, every time he does the Tom Brady sneak, like, he cannot get tackled. Like, this guy could do the quarterback sneak and just get untouched. That's what he's known for. It's like, how the hell? Like, yeah, that's like his superpower is, like, yeah. when it comes to quarterback sneaks. Just, right, because you move slower than me, and I don't know. Yeah, he's, he's just untouched. He'll still get a touchdown. <laughs> so, uh, number six. I'm going to say Russell Wilson. So my top ten, I place Russell Wilson in my four. And even in fantasy, I still place him in four. Yeah. This dude's also one of those players that, like, uh, like uh, you know, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, Kyler Murray. He's also those type of quarterbacks that will throw the ball will target certain players and also rush him when he needs to. What's, what's really good about um, Russell Wilson, what makes him really dangerous is that he can scramble. He can see 
what's coming after him. So if he gets a scent of, I mean, like a hint or a feeling where he feels like he's getting tackled, he will just run out of the pocket. But I, but he's not running out of the pocket to run the ball. He's running out of the pocket to make a play. So he's still looking um, and still thinking to throw the ball first. And that's what makes him really dangerous is because he, when he runs out of the pocket, it throws off these corners or defensive backs to where is he going to run the ball? And then so you get like Tyler Lockett or DK Metcalf wide open, um, these these deep receivers. So, and that's what makes Russell Wilson so dangerous is that yeah. um, if you're not there to to guard him, I mean to be in front of him, then he could run the ball. But if you are in front of him, then he can scramble it and make an open rec- and make a receiver open. Yeah. So. I mean, I, I like him. I enjoy him. I always like watching him play. Yeah. So he's... I, I remember, uh, I think it was last season, and uh, I think Jose was, I think he was uh, like two spots ahead of me or one spot ahead, ahead of me, and um, he was like, I don't know who to pick, and I was just like, I mentioned something like, there's a lot of good players, and I was like, I'm, I'm thinking about getting a quarterback, I might grab Russell Wilson, he was like, you know what? I'm going to go with that. And he grabbed Russell Wilson from me. And I was like, fuck. I was like, <laughs> I'm not going to mention shit next time. But, yeah, Russell Wilson, he's dude's elite. I mean, like Dom said, he knows how to scramble. He knows how to play the game. Yeah, Russ is dangerous. So, I mean, he's also those players that's consistent. And I think he's going to have a comeback here because all that shit that uh, him wanted to get traded or – Right, um, right. Or he's upset about the Seahawks not grabbing, like, you know, more weapons for him and stuff like that. So, yeah, and, well, and he's always putting up MVP numbers. Yeah. So, I mean, every year it's, I mean, it's crazy to see just him play. And then you don't realize it until you're actually, like, if you just watch a game, a full, from first quarter to the end of the game, um, and just watching all of it, he's really a really good quarterback. So it's, I mean, like I said, I enjoy watching him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Russell Wilson, he's exciting. He's so good on his feet. That's a hell of an arm. I mean, you almost see some similarities between him and Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Um, style and all that. I mean, Russell Wilson, he's he can either be your, your great backup or starter. Yeah, for sure. Um, so next one, number seven, is Justin Herbert. And okay. the reason why I have him there is because for a rookie, he put up crazy numbers. He placed top like top 10, top 12 quarterback last year. Mm-hmm. And he's just good. Like, he is. The two came out, and he played really well. I mean, mm-hmm. he looks like he's ready to play the game, and he knows how to play it well. Chargers are not, like, who I think they will be. But I still think, like... They're still going to put up touchdowns. He's still going to put up points. You know, I still think, like, if he he's also a quarterback that a lot of people are going to wait. You know, people are going to waste their first round, second round, or third round on a quarterback. And I could get two good running backs or two good, like, right receiver or running back and still end up with Justin Herbert. Right, right. So it's like, it's, you know, mm-hmm. that's the reason why I put him at seven is because I think he'll – I think he'll be better 
than what he had last year. E- either equal or greater. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't see him getting worse. No, he he's a kid that's going to always looking for improvement yeah. in his game, and he just tries. Yeah. My thing, um, you know, Justin Herbert is a really good quarterback, but I see it as he's not in my top 10. Um, he's probably like 15 or 20 between there. Um, no reason why is that is because, I mean, the Chargers too, I mean, they're, they're in a tough division. I mean, you have the Raiders, the Broncos, and the Chiefs. I mean, the Broncos, I mean, offensively, they may not be good, but defensively, the Broncos have one of the best defense. Um, same thing with the Chiefs. The Chiefs have one of the best defense, and they have one of the best offense. The Raiders... The Raiders just shock you. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but with Justin Herbert, he's a really good quarterback. I mean, hopefully he can get the help he needs. But my thing is that he doesn't have a quarterback to look up to. I mean, which is sucks. I mean, you have um, Tyrod Taylor. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I mean, what has he done in the NFL um, besides get traded to teams? So my thing with uh, Justin Herbert, I mean, he. He did really play really good, but I mean, um, I still think he he still has a lot to improve, show what he can do. Um, he, in all in all, he just needs to see that he's like he can be control of that team, um, and it's gonna be hard for him to do it with no help. Um, so. Yeah. And that's and the, and then with the defense too. I know the Chargers got rid of some good defensive players, so now it's just gonna see um, how that defense can hold, and then that way they can keep Justin Herbert on the field. Yeah. And uh, number eight is Aaron Rodgers. Uh, he's Mr. MVP. I know he had crazy stats last year. Hell of a, you know, like throw it in your face to Green Bay the year. Like, you should have gotten talent. You know, <laughs> like, fuck you. I don't give a fuck about what you think. Like, give mm-hmm. me what I want. I mean, he's a stud for doing all that. But I just don't see him putting up the amount of points and stuff that he did uh, last year. Right, you know, and for me, that's, that's a pretty good spot. Um, number eight, I think, uh, for Aaron Rodgers, I think that's a good spot for him. My, I put Aaron Rodgers as number three on my list, and the reason why is because this guy, he has the talent, he has he has everything you want. He can run the ball still, he can throw the ball, he can make players look good. But I mean, he has no help offensively, offensive line wise. I mean, he really has a good offensive line, but I mean, I think it's all because of the coaching, mm-hmm. and. His players. I mean, you can't always rely on Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams. Um, so, it's just seeing... I really hope this season where he just puts up an all-standing, like, outstanding season, you know, and just leaves the Packers because I just, I just think it's just... Everything just has to do with the staffing-wise. I mean, but, I mean, this guy can win... Yeah, he he could win Super Bowls and yeah. he just needs the help and so I'm hoping by this season where he could just put an outstanding game 
and then leave it as that and then hopefully go to a better team that can help him out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hope you know, I don't know. I don't know if he'll leave uh Green Bay. And and I don't know. I think he's a lifer, man. You know, he could go somewhere and uh turn a turn a franchise around. Well, no one, no one thought Peyton Manning was going to leave the Colts. No, but, you know. He left to the Broncos. I, I think. <laughs> yeah, Aaron Rodgers almost went there. And Aaron Rodgers has, you know, he, he has he has talent there. I think little stupid things that Green Bay does pisses him off. And I think also, also too, what little things piss him off, too. And I think, they do. And yeah, I see, and he's. Off. And it reminds me of Jay Cutler. Jay yeah. Cutler used to get so pissed at these referees for just stupid little things and coaching, and and it just throws off his game. And Jay Cutler was a good quarterback, but, I mean, it was just like little things just tick him off, and it just throws off his whole game. Yeah, if Jay Cutler has a few things that just pisses him off, makes you know his, his world is in distraught. Yeah, and, my only thing know, that's... He gives up. My thing that's only in concern about Aaron Rodgers coming into the season is that, dude, your team had like four or five interceptions into that playoff game against the Bucks. How did you guys not win the Bucks? <laughs> yeah. So, right. it, I mean, well, you know the playoffs, man. The Bucks uh, defense—they showed out. Yeah, they definitely did. They they played. They had a they pretty good defense. Hard. Yeah, they those dudes put yeah, in think, everything they got. Yeah. Yeah, and I think they knew they knew they're like Tom Brady had the offense rolling. Okay, if you're gonna have the offense rolling, you know we'll die for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much type of thing. And they went in every every game. Mm-hmm. No one thought Green uh, Green Bay would lose to Tampa. Mm-hmm. Now um, my na- my ninth uh, pick is gonna be or ninth spot is gonna be Dak Prescott. Because I know he's coming from an injury. He, before his injury, he put up nine touchdowns and three rushing touchdowns, and then he got hurt. How, how many games did he play last season? He only played like five games. Five, six. Yeah, yeah. five or six games. And so, I mean, then, that's pretty good. And, but I think the last game he played, he played for like a little bit, and then he got hurt. Yeah, because um, before he got hurt, he was playing with heart. Yeah. So, he, I mean, that, they, like, it's like, again, like, he had another team that has, like, Mm-hmm. Talent there, CD, you know, CD Lamb. I think he's gonna be. Oh, CD Lamb's gonna be amazing. He's gonna be sick wide receiver. You know, I think Zeke is gonna be elite. Yeah. Um, but I just don't like. I think for ninth, he's. It's because of the injuries. It's yeah. because of, you know, it's like a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Um, Sometimes that plays a part in your mind. If I have the opportunity, if I saw him, if if there was. So say like I'm drafted in the fourth, fifth round. In the fifth, in the fifth round, and I have, let's say, uh, Matt Ryan, Dak Prescott, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, you know, Fitz Magic. Mm-hmm. I'm probably gonna I'm probably gonna pick Dak out of all of them, just because I know I'll get more. I'll get more points out of all those guys. Just because of all the talent they have there, but he's also another case where I could be trade value. Yeah. So I can trade him, 
you know, and get like a number one running back or, you know, or second best running back or second best or first best wide receiver in a package. Mm-hmm. And if he's not <laughs> picked right off the bat in first round, <laughs> I could see him drop into like maybe seven, eight, nine. But yeah. I put him ninth because he's coming from an injury, and I watched that show on HBO Max, and he has he has a shoulder injury right now. Oh, he does he? Yeah. So oh, they're on Hard Knocks, right? Yeah. HBO Hard Knocks. Yeah. He he's yeah. So he he has shoulder injury that like no one even knew about until that show. Really? Yeah. So it's <laughs> so it's like how did he get that? Training. Really? Practicing. He's just lift. He's he was doing a lot of heavy lifting too. Oh shit. Yeah. So he's I, like. He's like re- he's like hella trying to get into playing too. I think mm-hmm. that's what it is. He's just trying like, too hard. He's trying really hard, and I I like that though, because it just shows you that he's like he's ready to. I mean he's got and plus he got a shit ton of cash. Yeah, that's another reason too. Is like he's probably top five, top ten, just because he's ready to prove himself. He's ready to prove, and I think he can have a Rand Rogers deal. Like yeah. he could be he could be that player that drops like fifty passing touchdowns or like 35 passing touchdowns and like 12 rushing touchdowns yeah but uh yeah, yeah I think see. I think nine spot is really good I, I'd probably put him on nine too maybe I mean nine or ten um the dude has a lot of talent I mean I was watching him since he was in Mississippi State um the dude and he has a team I mean yeah. that team is dangerous I mean he has Ezekiel Elliott, Amari Cooper. It just sucks that they just don't like. I think it's a lot of it has to do with Jerry Jones. Yeah, and, uh, he's always around. Man. My thing so, too is, I mean, maybe possibly too is it the off? You know, is it the um, the coach? I mean, but I mean, Dak Prescott's a really good quarterback. He has the talent. He can lead teams if you um, to the playoffs. He can he can do what you need him to do. It's just he needs the right. Um, coaching to do it and um, Dak Prescott I mean he's really good and I think too is that I feel like Ezekiel Elliott feels like he wants to be like part captain of the team Yeah. and I feel like it's all Dak Prescott and I feel like he just needs to let loose and just let Dak Prescott control the team the way he wants to control it because yeah I mean, because Dak Prescott, I mean, if you let that guy go all out, I mean, he'll he'll, yeah. he'll do what you need him to do. And I could see him. I mean, I have him at ninth, but I could see him ending anywhere in this top ten list. I mean, anything can happen in football. But that's where I place him just because of fantasy, just because he has these injuries. And I just want him to, like, he's still, I mean, for a guy that's, you know, he, I'm putting him ninth because – he got hurt last year and it's based off just his talent now yeah. from what we know of so cause he if he's rolling and if that team's rolling he's that QB you don't want to get rid of no, no. And, he, and he's gonna probably be there longer on that Dallas Cowboys team than uh, Zeke yeah you know it's crazy Zeke has more to prove than Dak he does I think too cause the dude has been healthier more uh, he hasn't really produced the only thing that Prescott has to show this season is if that ankles, I mean, if that leg's okay. Yeah. I mean, not to really all it. I mean, because everyone knows how the way he can play. 
So I, and that's why I see why Cowboys fans look up to him because he's a real good quarterback. But now this season is just all it is. The all he needs to show is if that if he is healthy enough to yeah. compete throughout the season, especially because this season's long. So yeah. I definitely it's also one of those cases too. Is, yeah, the season's long, and he needs to prove himself. Yeah, so it's another reason why you got you can pick him. It's because he's a quarterback that's ready to prove himself. Yeah, and we're you know, and and I just want to throw this in there. We're not hyping up this Dallas Cowboys team because we have a listener. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, we just we yeah. just think uh, you know they have potential and eventually they got to break out. Jerry Jones is throwing so much money oh, at that team right now that mm-hmm. uh, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's yeah, it's definitely they need to do something to show something. Mm-hmm. But uh, number ten. This one was hard out of all of them. Like, a little harder than others because I was trying to figure out who in the fuck I want to be 10. Mm-hmm. But I want to say... Oh, it was so hard. I'm still trying to contemplate who I want for 10, but I'm going to lean more towards Ryan Tannehill just okay. because I think their offense got a little bit better. Yeah. I was going to originally say Fitzpatrick mm-hmm. because the Redskins are a decent team. Yeah. But their de- their defense is pretty good, and he's been, you know, Fitzmagic has been playing every he's been starting every preseason game, and I feel like they're doing that to like maybe possibly get him to like ro- roll him into that starting role. Uh-huh. I want to see that. I mean, Fitzmagic he's he's good. He's a, he's not the best, but he's he's average, above average quarterback that yeah. still puts it put pretty good points. Like. Uh-huh. Like say you know he'll give you the effort. Yeah, definitely. I don't. But I just think Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say uh, something like it was hard. Ryan Tannehill and Andy Dalton. Oh god, <laughs> Andy um, Dalton. I don't place Ryan Tannehill in my top ten, and I say my tenth spot would have to be Derek Carr, because Derek Carr is more of a QB than Ryan Tannehill because that Titans team has led more towards Derrick Henry to lead that team. And yeah. I feel like it shouldn't be that way. I mean, you have a lot of talent now coming this year. You have um, Julio Jones and yeah. A.J. Brown coming in. And then you have Derrick Henry. So now it's see how Ryan Tannehill can play. Yeah. But I feel like the more... Henry's a workhorse. And I feel like more of the guy is Derrick Carr for that position. And um, Ryan Tannehill was... He's not... He's also that, but he's also not. He's also not shy of rushing the ball. No, no. He had seven rushing touchdowns, uh, as well as top of his uh, passing touchdowns. So he's he was up there with like Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he's not Patrick Mahomes, but he's <laughs> up there with like for last season with those rushing, those rushing touchdowns. So it's as far so as like fantasy, as far as fantasy points, like he mm-hmm. he's there with like consistency of like I think he's gonna roll consistent. Yeah. I think he's going to roll into what he did last year, probably just equal out what he did last year. I don't think he, he – I can see him going either under or just equal to slightly better than what he did last year just because of the team slightly slightly approved. Yeah. Because, you know, Julio Jones, that's – he bust. I had him and he busted. He did. So who knows what he's going to do next year. He could bust again, but it's just like – that just also plays with other teams in your head because mm-hmm. it's like, you know, Julio Jones is on the field. I get to cover him 
you know, twice as hard just in case, but that leaves like openings for, you know, tight ends, right receivers, you know, uh, Derrick Henry. Oh, Henry. So, you know. Every time you bring up Derrick Henry's name. Tannehill can rush a few yards, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, I wanted to say Fitz, Fitz Magic just because, like, I, I, I like the guy. <laughs> yeah. But. Yeah, he's pretty crazy. I dude. want to see a start in Washington, and that's what I want to see. Yeah. So, uh, I yeah. just think Tony Hill can also be a good quarterback to have, like, start or bench if you yep. get in that scenario where you're drafting all these, like, offensive players, and then you draft, like, you know, a good defense, and then you're trying to make your way of getting, like, pretty good average bench players. And everyone's swiping all these like quarterbacks, and then you end up with Ryan Tannehill. So I'm not, I'm not going to complain about you know landing a Tannehill if I get you know you know these like higher end right you know right receivers or running backs. So no, definitely, and and uh, you know another another QB that that could probably slide in there is. Uh, the, the quarterback for the Giants. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say Justin Fields. I was like, oh, man, here it comes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I want to. But, you know, he's, he's young. Like, here comes a Justin Fields hype. <laughs> you know, probably. Daniel Jones. Daniel So, probably after week four or five, you know. Yeah. I don't know about Daniel Jones. I mean, he ran like a 70-yard, and he tripped over his own foot. Just, and he was wide open. Well, he gets tired. I've seen you run to the fridge. And you got like, tired, you know? Like, no, I, I don't even... Jones, he looks like he needs... I think Daniel Jones is more like 22. He, he looks like he does, like, Subway commercials. See, yeah. and I... And or, before, like, some Jersey Mike's before commercials. I even, yeah. Before, like, I would even place, like, Justin Herbert or Daniel Jones in those... In the top 10. I mean, Joe Burrow... I mean, this kid... Oh, Dylan, Joe Burrow showed out last... He showed up before yeah. he got hurt. I mean, and he's coming off a nasty injury. I mean, yeah. and then... Played um, with a lot of heart. This guy, I mean, he's... Hopefully this season he shows what he can do with a full, healthy season. And that's why, I mean, Joe... I mean, Justin Herbert was in my top ten. I Maybe mean, even, like, Big Ben. Yeah. You never know. I mean, that's the thing about fantasy is, like... Any quarterback, you know, you say like Andy Dolan could start the first three, four games, and then Justin Fields takes over as starting quarterback, and he mm-hmm. just goes out. You know, mm-hmm. or you could see Joel Burrow come out from injury, mm-hmm. go crazy, or Dak comes back and has like these, you know, six crazy games, and he's like number one quarterback. Yeah. Or Patrick Mahomes still he could be that consistent number one quarterback, and you know, or you know Tom Brady can either be. A bust, or he he still has that elite team, and he can still be like four, three, five quarterback. Yeah. That's so, what I like is you have you do have an array of uh, QBs. You do, yeah. even if you wait second, third round. That's what I'm waiting. That's what I'm saying is, I I rather wait on a quarterback mm-hmm. in the fourth round, fifth round for me, just mm-hmm. because I can get more opportunity to squat, you know, scout, get two running backs, a tight end, or a right receiver before I draft my quarterback. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Um, you know, I don't know how good he's going to be. You never Let's know. Let's see, but Tua Tagovailoa. Oh, um, Miami? Mm-hmm. He's looking good. I mean, he has, what's his name? 
Um, the guy that came from Texas from last year, the receiver. Yeah. I don't even know his name. I forgot his name. Uh, yeah. And um, Jacoby Brissett is over there now, too. Oh, is he? Oh, Jacoby's over there in Miami. I didn't know that. I mean, look at the Broncos. Teddy Bridgewater, Drew Locke, looking good, bowling yeah. out teams. But, Yo, I'm yeah. telling you, the Broncos, they have the craziest defense coming into this season. I mean, it's hard to say, especially picking up Kyle Fuller. Oh, oh yeah. Man. And then picking up, I mean, Patrick's, Patrick's you know, uh, starting for, to second. For one thing, you've been waiting the whole top ten uh, conversation to bring in Drew Locke. Yeah. Name. No, Drew right. <laughs> Sadly, all right, folks. I mean, I, call. <laughs> yeah. yeah, next next episode when we do our top thirty, twenty to thirty, we'll do Drew Lock. Yeah. Sorry from thirty. Yeah. yeah, sorry from thirty. No, Drew Lock. He sadly, sadly, he's not in my top ten. I mean, I wish. I mean, but I wish. The, uh, the way, the way you I talk pray, about, I him. pray every day. Yeah. That he's in my instead top of, 10. Instead of uh, Drew Lock, it's Teddy Bridgewater. Don't no, just kidding. Yeah, the other day you almost. Uh, uh, you were calling for your son, and I swear you said, Drew Locke, come here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. He, like, started running. He's like, okay, Dad. Yeah. But, uh, let's say you guys have the opportunity to pick any quarterback in your fantasy. Who is it going to be? Your starting quarterback. If I had any opportunity to pick up a quarterback, who would it be? It's anyone, free game. You know what? Justin Fields. In fantasy? In fantasy. Who would you pick? You know, I, I would put, I wouldn't mind putting Justin Fields as the backup. Uh, if I had to do a starting, it would, it would probably be their. Uh, and if I had that opportunity, it'd be a toss-up between Patrick Mahomes and, and Lamar Jackson. My, uh, yeah, my, an opportunity for me to take advantage of, um, obviously I wouldn't pick Justin Fields number one. I mean, I wouldn't even pick him, like, in your, like, six, you know. But, like, after the sixth round, if you have him available, I mean, yeah. if you had the opportunity, i say pick him up because yeah. Andy Dolan, he's up in the air. But... If I had to go up near for my first rounder, it would go between Kyle Murray, Kyle Murray, and Russell Wilson. Yeah, I would have to say either Patrick Mahomes or Kyle Murray for my first pick. I would probably end up picking Patrick Mahomes just because he's a consistent quarterback and he's been to Super Bowls and he's, you know, that team is just. Fucking good. So it's just it's hard to not say Patch Mahomes. Yeah. Mahomes is pretty badass. Yeah. So he's dude's just he's not from this planet. So uh, who do you think is gonna be the biggest bust quarterback for the season? Definitely not Drew Lock. <laughs> oh God! You said that with a lot of confidence. I did. Yeah, he's I, like, did. I know it's not gonna be Drew Lock. <laughs> He's like, the only way is up from him right now. You know, for me... The biggest bust... I hope it's not Carson Wentz. Oh, man. Only because he, he's on a great team. And there, there, there a lot can happen to yeah. him there. I mean, he could rejuvenate his career there. And I, and I hope the best for him because... 
the Colts is a very good team, and I love the defense. I love the way they play. Um, almost reminds me of the Bears' defense. I mean, they 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 could stop you, man. Yeah. So I mean, they're they're a pretty exciting team to watch. Yeah. I say my biggest bust and going into as a QB. So are we talking about like fantasy wise or? Yeah, for fantasy, what do you think is be the biggest Ooh. bust? That's probably normally a top 10 quarterback. Normally a top 10. You know what? I'm going to say Lamar Jackson. I'm going to say because he... I mean, I I mean, really, really haven't focused on the schedule. But I know that, I mean, this offseason, I mean, pretty much people just focus on defense. So didn't you pick him last year? No, I didn't. Oh. I had... Josh Allen and Drew Locke. Oh, my <laughs> oh shit. Of course yeah. you picked Drew Locke. But guess what? I picked I picked Drew Locke before I even picked Josh Allen last year in my fantasy. Oh, we believe it. You, you got to make it sound like it's a surprise. It was, I mean, look at it. Like, you I picked mean, Drew Locke before you picked your running back. I even I picked Drew Locke. I mean, I picked Josh Allen, and then I was like, and I was bragging about I picked up Josh Allen. And you guys, everybody, yeah, everybody was like, Ooh, who cares about that guy? And then I don't know where this guy put up numbers, and everyone's like trading for him. And I was like, no, like you were just talking shit like yesterday. <laughs> but um, I think my biggest bust into the fantasy is going to be Lamar Jackson. It could be, yeah. You know his yeah. his name crossed my mind. He he's also that, yeah, because he's good, he's talented, but the team's just not not fully complete. And can he handle the pressure? Yeah, I he mean, needs to learn how to. I think he needs to learn how to adjust to play. Like, I think he needs to learn. Like, I think, feel like he's trying to find his rhythm. I yeah. feel like he hasn't found a rhythm yet. He, he's trying real hard not to be Michael Vick. Yeah. It's frustrating. Yeah, and I think it's frustrating to him because he wants to prove to people that he's got an arm. My thing yeah. with uh, Lamar Jackson, too, is that um, they lost Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram went to the Houston Texans. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then they have Willie... Sneed and um, Marquise Brown. And then they but, cut Mark Ingram. Um, I think Houston cut Mark Ingram. I don't know, but I know that Houston also picked up Philip Lindsay. I mean Broncos yeah. traded. Oh yeah. But uh, that's a good pickup. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, but with Marquise Brown, Marquise Brown is not—he's not tall. He's your—he's your short little receiver and. Yeah. And he has speed. He does have speed, and he can catch. Yeah. But I mean, in all reality is like it. It doesn't take a whole lot to guard him. I mean, it you no. double team him or anything. Yeah. So I think my biggest bust coming into the season is going to be um, Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I uh, it's hard for me to to guess, but if I had to guess, it would also have to be my number one quarterback is <laughs> Kyler Murray. I could he could either be more like predicted to be or he could be worse or like more worse than what I than what I like anticipate. See, yeah. my my thing is that um I really want to say um Kyle Murray but his coach yeah. Then his coach uh used to be the coach for Patrick Mahomes in college for Texas I think so. Texas Tech. So he already knows a quarterback who knows how to play like play that. Games, yeah. Yeah. And and Jim Harbaugh, I mean, he he only had a coach of Joe Flacco. I mean, 
So, yeah. So from coming from don't a, forget Trent Dilfer. So so only <laughs> so only uh, good old Trent. So going from a guy from Flacco <laughs> Flakes to Lamar Jackson, I mean, yeah. to only a play action quarterback. I mean, what do you? How do you? How do you do that? And then right. from a guy from Kyle Murray, he has a coach who knows a quarterback like that, similar to like that. Mm-hmm. So I think Kyle Murray is a little smarter than Lamar Jackson. So I think he's more. And plus, you have DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, yeah, you can throw that ball up in there, and that dude catch the ball. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're you're safe with Hopkins as your wide receiver. So yeah, and it's kind of weird that. Um, you know, I was just thinking about that is through all this, you know, there's no more New Orleans Saints. Yeah. Drew Brees ain't there, you know, and uh, it's kind of sad. said you have Jameis Winston and Taysom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Winston and Taysom. Taysom. Brother. <laughs> brother of My uh, brother Taysom. Brother Taysom. Brother Taysom. Yeah. I mean, Michael, Michael Thomas even wants to leave because he knows he probably won't get touches. Yeah. Alvin Kamara's going to have to work hard to get touches. He's going to have yeah. to tap heel on the shoulder and say, hey, let me touch the ball, man. Yeah. My thing so. about it's crazy about um, the whole Saints thing is that you have a quarterback who's a quarterback. So James Winston rather be play the quarterback who just stays in the pocket and throw the ball. But you have a guy who's like – I think Winston could be good. And – and Thomas. And Taysom so. Hill. It's because Tam- Thomas could catch anything. Yeah, and then yeah. Taysom Hill where he is just the running guy. So, I mean, if yeah. you have that um, where you're scared in the pocket, he can just run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, he's quick, but in all reality, I mean, he's, he's not He's, not he's a back. millennial Tim Tebow. No, he's like an older Zach Wilson. Oh, man. <laughs> Tim Tebow got oh, maybe, Yeah, yeah. Tim Tebow won a playoff game, all right? He went. Yeah. He he came from a backup. Wait Cal, till he wait. came from a backup. Kyle Orin won seven games in a row. Uh, went to the playoffs, oh, beat gosh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, and went against Tom Brady. Oh man, every Broncos story. He talked about Drew Locke like three seconds ago. <laughs> that was like Tim Tebow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tim Tebow yeah. is. I mean, he's ESPN te- classics. He's, he's like Tebow magic. Oh man. <laughs> You see that meme I shared where the Lakers drafted him? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was the top ten. Everybody everybody, like needs, everybody needs a little bit of Tebow, man. Okay, well, <laughs> any, anything else besides Tebow you guys want to mention before we end it? No, I mean, it was an honor to be on this podcast, so thank you guys. Yeah. I mean, hope, hopefully you guys enjoyed the Modelo. And, that was great. Um, hopefully... Um, you guys can bring Taco in here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. One of our favorite uh, <laughs> fan. Our number one fan. Yeah. He's, like, dying to listen. So. Oh, man, it'd be I'm hard sure. to have him on the show. He'd probably be so excited. Yeah. And you know what would be really good is having Taco and Torta here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It'd be well, like... like we'd a, get more mics for all that. Yeah, it'd be like... A, It'd be like a Mexican party, huh? Yeah, it'd be like a Manny <laughs> Pacquiao versus <laughs> yeah, Mayweather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'd have to stay in costume, though. Taco costume and grilled cheese costume. <laughs> no, but it was, I mean, it was it was fun being here, so I enjoyed the podcast. I mean, 
Um, hopefully you guys enjoyed me. I mean, hopefully, yeah. you know, hopefully you guys don't go off buying a T-Bow jersey now, all right? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, only when I run out of toilet paper, I'll have that, <laughs> yeah. I have that on the towel. But, uh, yeah, thanks for anyone that's listening to us today. Uh, another episode. Um, if you guys care to give us your opinion on what you think uh, or want to shout out or have a topic you guys want to give us, I mean, we're down mm-hmm. for anything. Yeah. So, I mean, get a mixture of things in here. You got a favorite beer you want us to try out and then... And- taste test let us know shoot us an email shoot us you know shoot us something yeah so uh email is gonna be brew underscore nonsense at gmail um twitter is brew underscore nonsense uh or just search it brew and nonsense uh, you'd, you'd see it uh mm-hmm. we're utah based so you'll see the the rocky mountains yeah so uh yeah thanks for listening everyone thank you and uh Look forward to you next time. Yep. Peace. Peace.